This is Spreaker Web Radio. Psalm 91 He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge even the most high thy habitation there shall no evil befall thee neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways they shall bear thee up in their hands lest thou dash thy foot against a stone Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and shew him my salvation. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to our podcast today. I want to talk to you about free from all fear. What would you say if I told you that you can live totally free from all types of fear? Fear of evil, fear of terror, uh, fear of sickness, fear of death. If If I told you that you could live completely free from fear, would you immediately raise your hands and shout hallelujah, or would you hesitate? You say, well, Brother Paxton, I just don't know that it's possible not to have any fear at all, not with all the crime and the disease and poverty and disasters that surround us these days. I'd like to live free from fear, but I just don't think I can. Well, yes, you can. The Bible says that it's possible to live without fear. Let's read Psalm 34 and 4. The scripture says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Praise God. If you were delivered from all your fears, how much fear would you have? That's right, none. Amen. It's possible to live free from fear of all types of evil in our world today, and as believers, we should strive for that. God just didn't intend for man to live in fear. Here are 10 biblical reasons why we should not be afraid. First of all, God said, fear not. God told us not to fear. Repeatedly, Jesus told his disciples not to fear. When they were frightened by the miraculous events that they witnessed or when they were overcome by anxiety about the future, Jesus said in John 14, he said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Since Jesus told us not to be afraid, 
we know that it's his will that we live without fear. Secondly, we should not be afraid because fear is not from God. As believers, we don't have to accept anything that isn't from God. If a spirit is not from God, it is from the enemy, because God hath not given us the spirit of fear, 2 Timothy 1.7. So if we yield to fear, we are yielding to a wrong spirit. If a spirit of fear tries to grip you, resist it. Don't yield to it. Even if you feel terrified, even if the hair is standing up on the back of your neck, goosebumps are double parked on your arms and your knees are knocking together, just don't yield to fear. Amen. The third reason that we should not fear is because fear is a magnet. Fear is a magnet. In Job chapter 3, verse 25, the scripture says, For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. How are you going to face this thing when it comes if you've been fearing it all of your life? Amen. The fourth reason that we should not fear there is no God like our God. There's no God as big as our God. Amen. In Isaiah 43, verses 10 through 11, and in 44, verse 8, God said, You are my witnesses, saith the Lord. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be any after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Fear ye not, neither be afraid. Our God has made the heaven and the earth by his great power, and nothing is too hard for him, Jeremiah 32, 17. Jesus said that all things are possible with God, Mark 10, 27. So you see, we have no reason to fear, because nothing that could come against us is too big or too difficult for our God. And the fifth reason that we should not fear is because God is on our side. God is on our side. This God who is so big and so powerful is on our side. The psalmist said, the Lord is on my side, so I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Psalm 118, verse 6. We know God is for us because he spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, Romans 8, 32. God so loved the world that he sent us Jesus Jesus so loved the world that he came, died, and rose again, and ever liveth to make intercession for us. Hebrews 7.25 God is on our side, present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 8.38 and 39 The sixth reason that we should not fear is because God is the sovereign, righteous judge. He is the sovereign and righteous judge of the earth. Understanding the sovereignty of God enabled Jesus to stand fearlessly before Pilate without speaking even in his own defense. Knowest thou not, Pilate asked him, that I have power to crucify thee and have power to release thee? But Jesus answered, Thou couldn't have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above, John 19, 10 and 11. Jesus knew that Pilate could do nothing except what God permitted him to do, because there is no power but of God, Romans 13, 1. The seventh great reason that you and I should walk free from fear is because we are righteous in Jesus Christ. God, the sovereign righteous judge, has declared us innocent, 
if we're in Christ. If, if you today have received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, read 2 Corinthians 5.21. The Bible says there that we have been made the righteousness of God by Christ Jesus. Amen. He took the penalty for us. He paid the price for us. Galatians 3.13 tells us Christ hath redeemed us. The word hath means has already redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. The only people the devil has a legal right to oppress are the guilty and the condemned. But that's not you and I as believers. We're washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. We need to stand in the righteousness that is ours. In Isaiah 54:14, the Bible says those who are established in righteousness will be far from fear. Amen. The eighth reason that we should not walk in fear in our lives is because we have angels that are ministering spirits for the heirs of salvation. Hallelujah. Angels encamp round about the righteous to deliver us from danger. Psalm 34, 7. The ninth reason that we should not walk in fear is because we have authority. We should never fear because we have authority in the name of Jesus. Jesus gave his disciples power and authority over all the power of the enemy, Luke 10:19. We exercise that authority by using his name. At the name of, of Jesus, every knee must bow, Philippians 2.10. And every demon, every work of the devil, must obey any command spoken by faith in the name of Jesus. The Bible says God put all things under the feet of Jesus, Ephesians 1.21-22. Well, anything that's under his feet is under ours because we are his body. Hallelujah, Ephesians 1.23. Glory to God. Our enemy is under our feet. We should not fear because we have authority in the name of Jesus. And finally, one of the most important reasons why we should never be afraid is that God is with us. We've already said that God is great, powerful, and mighty. We've already said that he's for us. But as wonderful as it is to have a picture of God on the throne somewhere, being for you, it's infinitely greater to have a revelation of God being with you, living inside you, walking beside you, going in front of you, coming behind you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, every week of the year, and every year for the rest of your life. Hallelujah! How can we be afraid when the God who knows all, who can do all, is with us, living inside of each one of us. Heavenly Father, thank you today. Father, we praise your holy name for giving us victory over fear. And Lord God, we lift up Jesus, and we're so thankful for what he did at the cross of Calvary for us. And Father, we make that the object of our faith, and we walk in his name. We give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. 
Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Brother Len Paxton. Welcome to our podcast today. Today we're going to talk about fighting fear. In these last days, fear is a force of the enemy that if you don't know how to fight that and combat it and come against it in Jesus' name, it can literally cripple you, causing you to have serious, serious problems in the days that are ahead. Let me say, first of all, before we read a scripture here, that no one denies that there will be things happening in these days that will not cause fear, okay? It's not going to be just smooth sailing through life from here on out. We have entered into a new uh, time frame in our world, and things aren't easy, and there's going to be some horrendous things take place on this planet. But as a child of God, as a Christian, you can have a peace and a confidence in Jesus Christ that will calm your fear. You can fight your fear with the word of Almighty God, with the name of Jesus, with the blood of the Lamb, by you and I simply keeping our faith in the finished work of Christ upon the cross, we can be totally victorious over fear in our life. Amen? Let's read in Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10, and I'm going to read today from the New International Version. The Bible says, So do not fear, for I am with you. This is God talking to us. He says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. When you and I read newspaper headlines today, we listen to the latest media reports, it sometimes seems as if our world is caving in on itself. I mean, we've got financial crashes. We've got volatile gas prices and oil prices, violence, terrorism, uncertainty. That seems to be the norm today, doesn't it? It's the enemy's job to get you to focus on the things happening around you, to get you to listen to words of fear and despair so that he can bring those very things you fear to pass in your life. It sounds like a dirty game, but Satan doesn't play fair. When it comes to fear, your ignorance of this powerful spiritual force can actually cause bad things to happen within you. You can't afford to harbor fear on any level, and there's no better time than now to eradicate it from your mind and from your heart for good. First of all, what is fear? Fear is a spiritual force, just like faith. Faith is, if our faith has an object, Jesus Christ and him crucified. Faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Well, fear has an object too, and it's all the negative that Satan tries to do in the world that we live in. Fear is the substance of things that we don't hope for, and it's the evidence of things that we don't want to see. You see, faith and fear operate by focus. One of them is a reciprocal or opposite of the other. To better understand faith and fear, you have to comprehend the platforms from which these forces operate. Everything in the kingdom of God operates by Jesus Christ and him crucified. Everything in the kingdom of God operates by love. 
And faith works by love. So it's love, the love of God that sent Jesus to save the world. That forms the foundation for our faith. On the other hand, the world system operates completely by selfishness. So fear, then, can only stand on a platform of selfishness. To get rid of fear, you first of all have to address any areas of selfishness in your life. Even a fear of heights or a fear of danger is tied to selfishness. When you're afraid for your safety, it's as if a switch in your spirit has been turned on that signals a self-preservation mechanism. When you're concerned with preserving yourself, you have essentially crowned yourself God, little g, and rejected the divine protection of God. When this type of fear is in place, you can actually connect yourself to the very things that you fear. Understand, there is no such thing as a little fear being okay. God puts those who are fearful in the same category in the book of Revelation as liars, murderers, and whoremongers. To be a believer and harbor fear in your life is a slap in God's face. He has given you, listen, God has given you direct access to every spiritual blessing in heaven. Read Ephesians 1.3. I'm talking about all the way from finances to protection. You have nothing to fear. God is sovereign. God is in control. Hallelujah. Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord with your life. I'm not telling you that you're always going to have a million dollars. I'm not telling you that there aren't some real dangers out there, but trust God. Amen. He has your protection in mind. He has your well-being in mind. Also realize that fear is a foreign spirit that does not come from God. If you are ever afraid of something, you can have confidence that that fear is coming from Satan. A Christian's reborn spirit does not produce fear. So if fear comes, it is an attack of the enemy against your soul. What is the soul of man? The mind, the will, and the emotions. This is what Satan wants to upset in our lives. He wants us to be nervous. He wants us to be emotionally down and depressed and sad. He wants us to be fearful because it can cripple us and stop us from doing what God has called us to do. It's an attack of the enemy. His objective is to introduce fear to your mind so it gets down into your heart and spirit. When this happens, he has an open door into your life, my friend. Search your heart today for any areas of fear and deal with them immediately. Find scripture that relates to the thing you fear and begin meditating on those scriptures and confess those scriptures. Walk in love toward others so that the love of God can drive fear out of your heart and mind. When you operate from a position of love, selfishness is destroyed and fear has nothing to stand on. You don't have to be in bondage to this devilish spirit. As a believer, God has given you and I dominion over fear. Praise God. I want to give you four scripture references for you to look up. First of all, in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Next, in Job 3, verse 25. Next, in 1 John 4, verse 18. And finally, Revelation 21, verse 8. Dear friend of mine today, be encouraged to know that God, in Jesus Christ, as long as you... Keep your faith properly placed in Christ Jesus and Him crucified. 
what he did for you at the cross, the finished work of Christ upon the cross, if that's the object of your faith, God has given you dominion over fear. Praise God. Heavenly Father, help us today as we begin to learn how to get aggressive against our fears in these last days. As we do this spiritual battle with the enemy of our souls, Heavenly Father, undergird us today with the blood of Jesus, with the name of Jesus, and with the word of God, those powerful spiritual weapons that you have given us. And Father, we thank you for being God, and we thank you for sending Jesus because of your great love to die on the cross and pay for our sins. And Father, we thank you for delivering us from fear. We pray in Jesus' name today, amen and amen.
Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and shew him my salvation.